like Jill said, it's got something for everybody. We purposely structured it. We have a 12, 13 mile family ride, which goes to Millennium Park and it's just getting the family and the kids out, people that ride bikes just leisurely, which is awesome. And we have a 25 mile ride for people that are a little bit more ambitious. And then a 40 miler that's real fast. And then the 80, you know, with these great grand fondos that go on in the country, they usually feature something about the local geography out there in the mountains or along the coast. I'm like, hey, start and finish in downtown, have an amazing party, but let's go to the beach. KOM Cycling and Michigan Midpack Media, welcome to the Dirty Chain Podcast, the podcast that covers the cycling scene from the viewpoint of the Michigan Midpack. I am your host, Trevor, and on this episode, we talk all about the upcoming MSU Grand Fondo with creator Bob Hughes and the new course director and our friend, Jill Martindale. This week, we saw a ton of great cycling action over the whole country, Uh, Leadville, Steamboat Gravel. We had a few friends take on Leadboat, which sounded absolutely insane. Um, here locally, we had two very popular races, Orta Shore, um, a popular mountain bike race out of Marquette, and uh, in the Ann Arbor area was the Watermoo Gravel Race, which I did last year, and uh, I also did it this year with a handful of my spin teammates. Uh, it was absolutely incredible it's the second year um that it took place and this year was a little bit larger and we all had just had an absolute blast um nick stanko race organizer but also very uh involved in the gravel scene here in michigan he did an awesome job um on the whole event and dedicated the event to our friend brett miller who recently and tragically died a few weeks ago it was a difficult race physically for sure, but it was very emotional for a lot of us. So thank you, Nick, and thank you all who were there um, supporting us, and uh, um, it was a blast. It was a great time. So yeah, so summer's wrapping up, and we kind of are seeing this uh, entrance into a packed fall of events. Um, even this weekend, Gravel Worlds is coming up for a lot of people uh, around the country, and uh, I myself will be heading to Asheville, North Carolina this weekend for the Belgian Waffle Ride, North Carolina, and I've been looking forward to that race for over a year now. I signed up with my brother um, for the 2020 version and have just been kind of waiting to when we could finally get down there and race, so we are we are super excited about it. Um But one of the events coming up this September, on September 18th, is one of Michigan's largest cycling events, the MSU Grand Fondo, an event that both Sheldon and I have ridden in the past, and it features several course lengths to accommodate riders of all ages and riding levels, an incredible after party in downtown Grand Rapids, and also supports the Michigan State University College of Human Medicine and their research battling skin cancer. 
In this interview, uh, we get into all of that and more, so let's get right into it with Bob Hughes and Jill Martindale from the MSU Grand Fondo. So the power is actually out at my house right now. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh. But uh, I don't think they're going to restore the power to my house until like 5 p.m. on um on Friday. Oh my God. <laughs> There's another storm coming through and there may be tornadoes. So, so I'm still getting weather alerts for Michigan. <laughs> so I've been like sitting around and it's beautiful weather here. It's like 81 degrees sunny. And my phone has just been blowing up with like thunderstorm alerts and wind advisories. So my thoughts are with you guys. That, it's, uh, it's a good thing, Jill, that you're like an expert camper because... <laughs> Uh, yeah, we are cooking dinner on like camp stoves tonight. <laughs> Jill's not at all prepared for this. <laughs> yeah. We've got like our, uh, I mean, I guess we could, well, no, it's going to rain tonight. So it, we're not going to sleep in the backyard, but um, we do have like our air mattress, like our double sleeping pad. We're gonna wait, sleep wait, did you lose your mattress? In yeah, the I don't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> the power goes out and you lose your bed. <laughs> Um, the bedroom is just really hot because we have the AC unit like in the bedroom window. Oh, okay. It's very warm in there. So the living room has more windows. Um, yeah, it's totally hard. <laughs> so I'm, I am uh, curious, Jill, how did you get involved in the MSU Grand Fondo? We're talking about like camping and adventure bike racing and all this stuff we've talked about that with you in the past um a a, a road cycling fondo seems a little bit uh i don't know is that is that something that uh in your wheelhouse or what what do you uh how'd you get involved in that i don't even have a road bike I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, Scott 10K had been approached. Um, they were looking for a new course director, and um, he just had a lot of great things to say about the MSU Grand Fondo. Um, and when I worked at Grand Rapids Bicycle Company, we had done SAG support and sponsored the Fondo. And and it was, for me, it's just a great event. Um, uh, and you'll hear from Bob, um, but like the MSU Grand Fondo, there's a family route, um, a 25-mile route, a 40-mile route, an 80-mile route that goes to Lake Michigan. And you get to see this beautiful Great Lake. And then you get to go through rolling uh, farmland back into downtown Grand Rapids. And they have a bunch of food. And they have a bunch of uh, featured beer. And they have live bands this year. So uh, Scott, having a lot of great things to say about the event. Um, pretty much like made me want to take it on. But truthfully, like I've, I've worked with small events um, here and there, like bike mechanic courses, um, small alley cats, scavenger hunts, um, skirts in the dirt. And to get involved with an event where we have thousands of cyclists, yeah. and, um, like four different routes so that any bike can ride any distance route. And you can see family members and, and every single kind of like fat bike, mountain bike, gravel bike. Or road bike like it just for me i was really excited to be involved uh with such a, like a inclusive event so even though it's all pavement and i don't have a road bike and it's not really like <laughs> like uh pre-riding the course like there's so many gravel roads that you ride past and you're just kind of like 
oh, like that road is gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. It's such a great cause and it's such a great event that I just feel really lucky to be involved. And I'm really fortunate um, that Bob, you know, it's, it's like, it was his idea. And I just think it's really cool to be able to do something that so many different types of bikes can do. Well, poking fun at Michigan's infrastructure, I'm pretty sure a fat tire or a gravel bike's the way to go on Michigan roads regardless. So, <laughs> I, I, yeah, you don't need a road bike. Just rock the gravel bike. It's it's probably going to make for a smoother ride. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you mentioned Bob. Bob Hughes is with us too. Um, so, Bob, tell us um, about the Fondo and, and uh, its its history and how long it's been going on. Sure. Um, the genesis for it is started. Um, we had a, a pro cycling team in Michigan that raced around the country. We'd go out and cheer them on and support them, and they'd be doing crits in all these towns. And I'm like, now that we've got our own team, you know, the Bissell Advantage Benefits team, we need to bring it home and have a home team event in downtown Grand Rapids. is beautiful. Let's show it off. So we started a crit, and um, there was amateur races before, and it's a national championship a couple of years, but you know, you're never going to get more than two or 300 riders that are willing to put them in a thin layer of spandex between them and uh, the pavement at 30 miles an hour and come out and, and, and participate. So it was like, what could we do to add a mass participation thing to this thing? So that's when Fondos were just kind of kicking out in the vocabulary from Europe. And I said, ah, let's, let's try that. So we added it and last year would have been the eighth year if we would have held it. Okay. And so we started it and it became the tail wagging the dog because like Jill said, it's got something for everybody. We purposely structured it. We have a 12, 13 mile family ride, which goes to Millennium Park and it's just getting the family and the kids out, people that ride bikes just leisurely, which is awesome. And we have a 25 mile ride for people that are a little bit more ambitious and then a 40 miler that's real fast. And then the 80, you know, these great grand fondos that go on in the country, they usually feature something about the local geography out there in the mountains or along the coast, I'm like, hey, start and finish in downtown, have an amazing party, but let's go to the beach. And like Jill said, um, there's this great park just a little bit north of Grand Haven, so we don't have to go through Grand Haven's traffic and so forth. It's just right on the beach. So the, the turnaround out there is literally right on the beach. So it's 40 miles there and back, great roads. And I think what separates our event from others are a few things besides the beach. Um, first, we have amazing support on the roads. People on the road love to be able to you know, blow through intersections with police escorts and stuff. We have a, a whole lot of, um, you still have to look after the road, the rules of the road for sure, but we have a lot of um, police on motorcycles that do a lot of escorting so that the, the pack can um, ride fast out there, which is really neat. Um, and the food stops, other than kind of your typical um, granola bar and banana, which is nothing wrong with that, we up the food stops quite a bit. And um, this year is a little bit more of a challenge than normal, but normally the food stops and then the after party in uh, downtown Grand Rapids, we closed Fulton and, um, you know, 2,200 riders with a great, a bunch of food stations, Gilmore Catering and uh, Core Eatery put out great food in the past. And we have beer and, um, and a finish line festival where people watch people finishing. And it's just a, a great atmosphere and people party for hours after. So great course, great amenities on the course, great support and safety. And, you know, that's what uh, Jill excited to have uh, someone new coming in that's helping. We've had a great course director in the past, Kim, uh, but Jill uh, will be awesome to have too. We, we've always gotten everybody home safe, cross your lucky stars for that. We had, you know, a couple of crashes with, 
you know, some road rash, you get 2,200 people out there like Jill said, we have four courses, you know, we're in different counties and all over the place. There's a, there's a lot of people. So um, at the end of it, what's neat about it is that it's for the College of Human Medicine and all of the proceeds, every single one of them net goes to um, um, skin cancer research, which obviously if you're a cyclist, that's something that we're all concerned about. And it's been about 1.5 million net raised for it. Wow. And um, it's been used to actually, there's actually stories from a couple of the researchers that have used part of these grants to launch some research that's actually been effective. So, you know, we all participate in these causes, but very rarely do you hear about one where the money's been given and you hear about some result on it. So some fabulous sponsors, um, the event wouldn't happen without some really great long-term sponsors that have been there, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a great, it, there's no better place to be. Normally it's, you know, the end of June, but this year it'll be September 18th and uh, I'm sure the weather will be excellent. The, the, um, the, the connection with MSU and the uh, School of Human Medicine, has that been something from the very beginning or is, did that develop throughout a few of the years? No, when I had the, you know, the, we would put on the crit for fun and just to give Grand Rapids a great, you know, pro circuit NRC race. And I wanted to do the fun. I'm like, I, I'm a hardcore, you know, Michigan State guy growing up in East Lansing. And then right. when the College of Human Medicine came here, I'm like, we need a beneficiary of this because I want it to be a fundraising event. I wanted to make a signature cycling event for West Michigan and then also do some fundraising. It was like for me, Michigan State and the College of Human Medicine was the perfect fit. So that started from day one. And uh, it's been a really nice combination because skin cancer, it doesn't matter whether you're green or one of those community college members from uh, Ann Arbor. Yeah. Well, ha having been there, nothing's better than, uh, you know, starting a grand fondo with a high five from Sparty. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, Sparty. Speaking about having been there, would you, would you mind telling us about your, your grand fondo experience? Oh, I have done the MSU grand fondo three times now. Okay. Um, and every single time has been amazing. Uh, I, the course was sweet. Uh, the one of my, uh, the last, so 2019 Trevor was actually right next to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, the two of us were doing it together with a couple teammates and, uh, I had a buddy to my right hand side that, uh, went down and took me down with him at about 35 miles an hour. Let's hold on. Let's, let's back up. I want to be like clear about what kind of group we're riding in. If anyone's thinking, <laughs> you know, I don't want to go cause I'll crash. I mean, we were, we intentionally went to ride fast. And so yeah, we, were, we, we, were we were on the, the, uh, the 80 mile, right? The, that's mile, a long yep. one. Yep. Um, and so we, in, we went up front and we rode with the fast guys and we were trying, we were just staying in the pack. And when you're in a pack like that, some unfortunate things happen. And, uh, yeah, the, the guy next to you hit a, hit a pothole. Um, but I want to say that we put ourselves in that position. I'm pretty sure that if, if you don't want to be in that position, you don't have to be in that position. Well, go, go ahead. But I, I, want, I wanted to get to, uh, to the fact, uh, you mentioned the police escort. I had a police officer on a motorcycle immediately, no serious, uh, harm to me. I, uh, I, I broke a couple ribs and lost some skin, but, uh, you know, we hopped up, motorcycle officer came up, checked on us. SAG was there within, I don't know, five, 10 minutes, picked us up, got us back. And you know what? Even with broken ribs and everything, we smashed some food afterwards. We got beers. It was 
it, it didn't sully the day at all. And we, we, we took a picture with Christian Vandeveld and Brett Bookwalter. Yep. So, I mean, it was, yep. it was... Well, no, and that was the thing. I was sitting there waiting for you to come back, and I was sitting there with Brent Bookwalter's mom and brother. Didn't even know it was them, just having beers with these two people talking about the day. And then she's like, yeah, my son's here. I was like, oh, who's your son? She's like, Brent Bookwalter. I'm like, oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Brent is a truly first class, and he was actually the reason we started the pro team because Grand Rapids didn't have a pro team. The Midwest was really struggling for one, and we we saw that Brent had a lot of potential, but to get into these races, um, he needed to have a pro team. So that's what uh, Mark Russell and I started the team, and then Brent, you know, was just awesome to watch him go and eventually ride on a winning Tour de France team. But he is definitely a class act, and um, we look forward to having him back. Oh yeah. So who, who's uh, who's going to be the headliner this year? Yeah, that's the million dollar question. Still hasn't been announced. And with the date change, uh, we got a couple of things coming. It's going to come out soon, but um, okay. uh, waiting for a couple of things to be confirmed. So, Yeah, I, I, I did the uh, the year that Hickampy was there, and yeah. that that was epic. I, I, I want to say we finished the 80 miler with like an almost average of 26 miles an hour. And yeah. it, it, was, it was a smoking year. And then afterwards, we I think, uh, yeah, it was that year that we we closed out the beer tents and then we went into the Bob and kept partying. <laughs> it made for a very long day. <laughs> Outstanding. I will say, uh, and Sheldon, you can uh, you can attest. I mean, I think what you were saying about the uh, just the the basic like the, the feel of the of the event and being downtown Grand Rapids and um, being able to to ride around that area and then come back and and just uh, you know celebrate and party and have a good time with a bunch of other local cyclists uh, I think that's one of the the highlights of the MSU Grand Fondo especially just being right downtown Grand Rapids it's really really great so I mean it I, I've only done it once it was the year that Sheldon crashed I stayed up by the way. He kind of crashed. Barely. Barely. I, I tried to take you out. I put everything <laughs> I had to try to get you to go down with me. <laughs> but uh, but I I you know I loved getting uh, getting to to uh, Lake Michigan and just being on the beach there and just taking a little bit of a breather and then turning around and coming back. I thought that was such a cool part of that route of that specific route. And well, then, even getting into the history a little bit, uh, Bob had mentioned uh, the crit the uh, Herman Miller Brickyard. I did that a couple times and that I, it breaks my heart to see what's happened to the Michigan crit scene because that was such a great event. Uh, every time I did it, it was a stellar. And that's what got me into uh, going to the Grand Fondo because this uh, the couple years ago, whenever uh, the, uh, the crit stopped happening, I was like, well, I'll go check out this Fondo. And I went every year after I did my first one just because every time was a great experience. It's great to hear. My um, my first year at the MSU Grand Fondo was the last year of the crit. And I remember um, Jenny Acker and I had gone out for like a long Margie guest ride. Mm-hmm. And um, we had decided to ride into downtown because um, we knew that the Fondo was going on. So we rolled into downtown and accidentally rolled through the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> they announced our names and we were just like okay the, the entire after party afterwards and then we went to the woods downtown to watch the crit and earl hilker was uh he was racing and every time he went past the woods he just shouted out at us and then he eventually stopped one time 
because uh, we had gotten like a bucket of booze because you could do that at the woods, just get like this big bucket and with all these straws. And Earl had stopped doing the crit and just started chugging from our bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like hopped back on his bike and he continued on. And then uh, Tom Toma was involved with the Greater Grand Rapids Bicycle Coalition. They do bike ballet for the Fondo. Mm-hmm. Tom Toma had watched our bikes and then he called us and was like, hey, we're tearing down. Are you guys coming to get your bikes? <laughs> <laughs> and that was like, I mean, for my first experience with the Fondo, I, I hadn't signed up, but I got like just like engulfed in this like cycling community. And from there on out, I, I was a fan of the event because everybody was so inviting and, and excited about bikes down there. And it was just so neat to see so many different riders, like from the from the pro road racers that were doing the crit, um, which would be great to bring back eventually, maybe if we're lucky, um, to just all the different riders that were doing all the different routes. Um, so I was, I was just really stoked uh, when I got the opportunity to get involved. So our listenership is definitely, uh, you know, more strong on the on the gravel scene. So I'm I'm going to say this to our listeners. Anyone that's gone to Barrier Bay, rocked out at the after party afterwards, the MSU Grand Fondo has that same vibe. Like the the event is put on stellar. The course is amazing. Uh, the support on course is amazing. But then make sure you're not there to ride and leave. You want to stay for the after party. The after party is, uh, you know, when it comes to road, probably the best one in the state. And the thing that really makes it amazing too is is that it is a fundraiser for such a great cause. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing this year is that um, the three biggest cycling events in Michigan will all be within six weeks, and Fondo is <laughs> a great way to get some fast miles in for your Barry Roubaix race, which will then obviously help you with your Iceman race. So exactly. um, you don't have to stretch your peak form over multiple months <laughs> now. You can use them all together. <laughs> So there, there are several routes and, um, you know, we've talked a lot about the after party, but I just want to be clear. This is, this is an all ages event, correct? Um, family friendly and, uh, you know, you can bring the kids if, if, if you want. Really something for everybody. That's why we have that 12 family, family style ride that goes to Millennial Park, which is beautiful and great. And then for those that a little bit more ambitious, there's the 25 and then, you know, the 40 and the eighties for the more, um, Hardcore cyclists, I guess you could call them. Great. But really, for everybody. That's 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 perfect. Trevor, um, you signed up for the 18? I'm, I'm doing the 18, yeah. With uh, <laughs> I think I might be... Uh, the 26 or auto mixer bike. Yeah, I might I might have a, a trailer for Buckley in the back. And <laughs> so he can bark at everybody as you he go He will by. bark at everyone. <laughs> He'll actually be kicked <laughs> out of the uh, MSU Green Fondo. <laughs> Did you guys get to meet uh, Keek and Randall last year when we had her here with uh, Christian and Brent? No, I we did not. No, I, no. Yeah, she's amazing. Oh, she was there in the team. No, I take that back. I did. Yeah. Um, she was in the tent. You had already wandered off. But uh, yeah, I I did meet Trevor. Had had uh, you know like a kid with ADD wandered off somewhere else to probably refill his beer. Probably. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but but uh, no, yeah, I did get a chance to meet her and uh, and. Uh, yeah, that, that, that was a great experience. 
yeah, impressive person, isn't she? Five Olympics, started from scratch and yep. walks away with a gold medal, a lot of perseverance. And then uh, he hops on the road bike and she did mostly mountain bikes and stays with the lead group on the 80 miles right next to Christian the whole way. Wow. It's got an engine. That's in, it's incredible. A true athlete. Yeah. I mean, that, that, yeah. that shows, you know, her, her skill set that you can just hop on any bike and just hammer it. Yeah. So you, you, you kind of said something when you started the Fondo, it was kind of the tail wag of the dog, but did you see like this growth right away or has it like steadily grown um, each year? Yeah, oh, like, well, you, we saw the, you know, putting on the crits for 10 years, we saw the, you know, slow decline yeah. in that and the whole crit circuit and then this mass participation, people wanting to be not a, those events taken off and then but I think your question is, have we seen growth in the final? Yeah, our last year that we held it was our highest number, 2,200. I think our first year we were like 1,500, which was great for the first year. And we've grown it every year since. So this year will be a challenge just because, you know, some people are still not going to go out and it's a different day and you got school and football and, and those things. But um, I, I'm a, I think it's best days are still ahead of it. We can, we're always trying to make improvements and listen to people. And uh, we've been very fortunate. Like I said, we've got some great sponsors that have been with it for the for the life of it, which allow us to charge a really competitive fee and provide amazing amenities. So, and some great volunteers, but just a, it's been a great collaboration of a lot of people. I mean, that's what all good things are typically, right? So yeah, that's, uh, we'll, we'll keep trying to make it better. How do you suggest people sign up for this? Is there, um, I, I mean, of course, like a website or, or something, but like, yeah. is it online registration or do you have day of registration for those that aren't sure that want to just jump in? Yeah, I don't think we're going to have day of just because of the challenges. Yeah. Um, you can online until the 30th for sure, because we want to mail packets to people just trying to keep, usually packet pickup is part of an expo and a really cool thing. And hopefully we'll be doing that next year. But um so but you can register by the end of the month here and um, get your packet sent to you. It's all online there and um, it's very inexpensive. You can still even find some codes on it. And um, yeah, I think uh, we're just a little bit behind where we were normally of this last year. So we there's already 1200 or something signed up and uh, we usually get a lot towards the end. So uh, pretty excited, but want to get the word out. I just think there's a lot of people that have done it in the past. I don't know where that's really happening. It's happening in September and you know, people are always worried about the weather, but we looked at the calendar and that's still a high probability of really nice weather. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, very great. I mean, I, go ahead, Jill. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, with it being in September with fall leaf colors, like I think it's going to just be gorgeous. Yes. Oh, I bet when you, I bet when you get over in those Hills, but right before you get to the, uh, the park, I bet that area is just going to be spectacular. There's a a little house off of Leonard that has a miniature Stonehenge uh, <laughs> in the front yard, and for me, that's always like my favorite part of the ride up to the beach. So I'm like I've never actually ridden out to the beach in the fall before, um, so I'm very jealous that I have to be in the car like doing <laughs> course directing stuff instead of like being able to ride. This <laughs> Well, there's there's so many beautiful spots along the way. I, I think it's just going to look gorgeous with like orange and red leaves. Well, very cool. I, this, I mean, it's definitely a uh, one of the highlights I think of the of the summer slash fall now. But um, definitely something to put on the calendar. And thank you both for for joining. Is there anything else that um, maybe you want to say about the the Fondo before we we wrap it up here? Yeah. I 
that thank you and thank you for even talking about the event and saying great things about it but i want to make sure i don't forget any of them but we have right. some amazing sponsors um herman miller um spectrum priority health autocam bissell um advantage benefits msu federal credit union um goodness gracious I, i'm hoping i'm not forgetting some but just ones that have been uh, fantastic priority health with spectrum it's just um, that's what's allowed the event to, to be so successful because without those, we couldn't do the level of stuff that we do. And what's neat is that 100% of the fundraising does go to the skin cancer research. So you can pay the low entry fee and then um, get some pledges from some people or make a donation yourself. We do have great prizes for top fundraisers. So we technically don't give any prizes for who's across the line first. We only give prizes to the people that raise money and they're pretty nice. So, um, Again, great cause and 100% uh, goes to research done right here in West Michigan. So um, love people to get on board. If you're a Facebook person, you can, there's a great Facebook page and you can share that and push it with people. And uh, just appreciate anyone's help getting the word out, making sure they know about the event and uh, hope we can make it and join us. Awesome. I wish I was in state. I would definitely be there. I, uh, I and This is gonna be the first one I've missed in a few years uh, outside of obviously last year. And it's it's always been a high point of the of the schedule for the season it is the uh 18th correct yes september 18th september 18th yeah i think i think i'll uh i'll try to make it out for sure jill anything that you want to uh say before we i mean stonehenge i mean how do you how you can't compete with stonehenge mini stonehenge so i'm not sure what else there is to say I mean, you ride past Eastmanville Farms, too, which is like a very historic farm in the West Michigan area. It was a funny farm for a while. Uh, it's a really great place to cross-country ski in the wintertime. Um, and Coast Guard Park, where you turn around, is such a beautiful park, too. Yeah. Like, it just hits all of, all of my favorite spots. And, and it all just comes back to um, when I first started riding bikes in Grand Rapids and my first ride out to Lake Michigan uh, on a fixed gear bike. Um, I, I basically did the Grand Pondo 80 mile route with a bunch of friends and it took us like all day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but for me, that was before I started doing any sorts of racing or any sorts of riding. Um, so it's just like really exciting to be involved with this thing that, that brings back all these great memories of when I first started riding. And I think about the thousands of people that sign up to do the MSU Grand Pondo and and where they might be in, in six or 10 years. And it's just very exciting. And I forgot two important people, like probably one of the most important sponsors, uh, uh, New Holland Beer. So oh, yes. Can't part forget of it, them. That's a big one. And then, you know, what makes this event a great experience and safe is, is the unbelievable cooperation of the police and the parks. Because we deal with City of Grand Rapids Police, and we deal with Walker, and then we deal with um, Ottawa Sheriffs. And they all do an amazing job partnering together to, to really keep the courses as safe as possible. And then the parks, uh, you know, both Millennium and the park we use out in um, on the beach, they've been really great accommodating and making that available to us. So there's a lot of people uh, pitching in to make a great event. Thank you again for talking more about it, but also thank you for the work you're both doing to create a safe event, an event that people cyclists of all uh ranges can come and enjoy and maybe if you're not really into racing you can still come and have um a great communal cycling experience and and i hope that you know if, if people 
all over the country, you know, hear us, and maybe you're not from Michigan, but I'm sure that there's like a fondo that you can find that um, that it, it's not a racing vibe. It's just a, a fun event that you can get together with like-minded cyclists, all all different ranges, and just just go out and, and have a great time. And and of course, for for this one, um, support a great cause. So so thank you for for the work you're doing there. Thank you so much for having us. And Bob, thanks for um, thanks for saying thank you to the police departments that do help because they are such a huge part of the event. It's, they've been the folks that I've been talking with the most um, leading up to this event. And, and just all of the volunteers that come on out. It's, yeah. it's really, it's very lucky. Yes. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank uh, you. Good seeing you, Jill. Nice meeting you, Bob. You guys take care. The Dirty Chain Podcast is a Michigan Midpack Media production in partnership with KOM Cycling, the source for your bike accessories and necessities. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Dirty Chain Podcast, email dirtychainpodcast at gmail.com, or call our hotline 616-522-2641. If you are enjoying the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on whatever platform you use to listen. A huge thank you to Bob and Jill from the MSU Grand Fondo for joining us on this episode. And thank you all for listening to the Dirty Chain Podcast. And as always, keep your chain clean, but get your chain dirty. We will see you in the mid-pack. <laughs>